Welcome and thank you for joining us for another episode of the Jane Irrigation Training Series. I'm Richard Restuccia, your host and uh, Vice President of Water Management Solutions at Jane Irrigation. And today we're going to be talking about water reports for better water management. You know, Peter Drucker uh, coined the term, if you can't measure it, you can't manage it. And that's really what we're talking about today, how to generate reports, what are the easiest ways to get reports, and then more importantly, after you get the report, what do you do with it? Because uh, sharing it is really important. And uh, this is probably the most effective way to get people to reduce their water use is uh, to measure it, talk about it, and share some ideas for improving uh, your conservation. So helping us through this today is Mike Palumbo. He's the territory sales manager for Jane Irrigation. and. Um, you know, Mike's been uh, in the water world for quite a number of years now, over 10. You may recognize his name. His father, Dave Palumbo, actually taught me uh, irrigation when I first got into the business. And so he's got this long family history of irrigation, water conservation, and uh, more importantly for today, smart controllers. He's been in the smart controller world for more than 10 years and um, has worked uh, in technical positions as well as sales and consulting positions. So we're gonna gain a lot of knowledge and wealth of knowledge from Mike today. But the other thing I just wanted to mention about Mike is um, Mike's got a real unique ability to boil things down that are complex in simple terms. And I think that's why his customers like him so much and appreciate the help he gives them because he really, puts things and communicates in a way that makes it easy to understand. So that's why I'm excited to have Mike on today, helping us through uh, reports for better water management because sometimes these things can be complex. So Mike, welcome. Thanks for uh, joining us today. Thanks for having me, Richard. Really appreciate the opportunity. So Mike, uh, you're, you're, you're living and working in Southern California, Arizona. Uh, you're seeing some areas that have been hit by the mega drought really hard. Seems like this year is going to be uh, maybe one of the worst years ever. Uh, are people talking more about smart controllers and water conservation? What, what's your take on that? Yeah, just here now in the field with property managers, contractors, public agencies, uh, water conservation is kind of at the top of their list, uh, uh, having some good conversations. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, even though we've got some rain recently, I think there's still a, a, a true focus on water conservation from uh, all the end users, contractors, so I don't think it's going away anytime soon, which is uh, going to be good for all of us. Yeah, and you know, along these lines of if you don't uh, measure it, you can't manage it. I watch very carefully every month the amount of people that are searching for smart controllers on Google, and uh, it's been interesting that we've really seen those numbers accelerate in the past two or three months. I think it's uh, pretty directly uh, related to the drought and people looking for solutions and also solutions to their uh, what they're discovering um, as being outrageous water bills. And uh, no surprises there because many of them are using the water and not finding out how much it costs or how much they use until two months later when they finally get their bill. So I think you have some solutions uh, for that today for us. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'll be able to dive into kind of what they can do. Uh, to help measure, uh, especially if they don't have any flow sensors, I think it's going to be hopefully beneficial that uh, our, our contractors, our HOA property managers, public agencies will be able to use moving forward and really help uh, 
really monitor kind of how much water they're using and being proactive approach instead of waiting for those water bills that you mentioned, you know, a, a month down the road when it's already too late. So we're hoping uh, you know, they'll be able to learn some uh, proactive approaches from us today. Yeah. Well, awesome. Let's get into it. Yep. Sounds good, guys. Thanks, guys, for having me. Uh, just want to kind of just basically review uh, on our Jane Unity dashboard, where to find reports. Uh, those of you who have a user login, uh, you'll be able to go to our main dashboard. And at the very top left-hand corner, there's going to be two tabs. One's going to be the dashboard that takes you to the actual uh, scheduling. And the other one's going to be reporting that I have circled there on the right-hand side. So they're really easy to find. Uh, once you find it, once you click on the report and but button, uh, it's going to give you five different options, which I've uh, highlighted down below. Uh, we're going to focus on three of them for today. Uh, those three will be measured water usage, estimated water usage, and then also alerts. Uh, so those will be the three focus. Uh, runtime reports are, are good as well, uh, but uh, these are the three main uh, focus for uh, items for us today. Yeah. So, Mike, can you just help me out a second? Um, yeah. Can you tell me the difference between measured water use and estimated water usage? Yeah, measured water usage is going to be if you have a flow sensor on site and not flow sensors able to measure what's going through the pipes at any one time. Uh, that's going to give us a report back and let us know exactly what's happening in the field. Uh, that is the most accurate because that helps for any uh, variances in the water flow and for leaks and all that other stuff. But uh, so that is measured water usage. Estimated water usage is going to be if you don't have any flow sensors, uh, but we still want to be able to have an idea of how much water we're using. You'll be able to input your uh, your estimated flow rates uh, within the controller per station and at least have a, a good guess as far as how much your water you're using for the uh, day, week, and uh, also month. Okay, that, that, that's fascinating and it presents a couple more questions for me. One, um, I would think every smart controller installed would have a flow sensor, but that, that's not the case, is it? Yeah, most of the new installs do. Uh, they will have a flow sensor per controller or per, per, per backflow. A lot of the old uh, uh, sites, which we have a ton out in all of our areas, those typically, uh, we don't see quite a, uh, quite a few flow sensors on those. Typically those, you know, maybe, you know, 25% of the time could have a flow sensor, but a lot of them we see without them. Yeah, and, and why is that? I mean, does that have to do with trenching and sidewalks and stuff? Yeah, yeah, a lot of times uh, the point of connection to where the controller is at, it's through concrete, through driveways, just a lot of uh, obstacles they would have to get to. So it's really uh, tough to get to those, to be able to add flow sensors after the fact. So the good news for me, right? I'm in an older home, I've been around forever. I didn't get a flow sensor installed uh, <laughs> when my home was built, but I could do something called estimated water use. Yeah, yeah, estimated water use. Uh, I think it's one of the most underutilized tools that we have. And I, I think we all should be using this a lot more, especially without having a flow sensor, just to give us a, a really good idea of what we're using, uh, a real day, kind of day-to-day -day, uh, activity. Yeah, well, great. I'm, I'm really excited to be learning more about that in a little bit. Yeah. So, as you mentioned earlier, I think, I don't know if you coined the phrase, Richard, but uh, if you don't <laughs> measure it, uh, you can't manage it. I hear that all the time for you, and it truly makes sense. Uh, if you don't know what's in uh, what flow rate you have out there, how the heck are you going to manage it and be able to kind of uh, 
you know, compare it to a budget and be able to really, really dive into your site and know what's going on. So uh, you really have to measure the water usage uh, by, by flow sensors or how we talked about before, you know, manually inputting the information. Uh, so that's going to be a key point uh, in our uh, conversation today. Uh, secondly, we want to share the information as well. Yes, we can uh, measure it, we can uh, look at it, but you know, we want to be able to share this with uh, our, our contractors in the field, our technicians, our irrigators, uh, also with HOA boards and property managers, uh, being able to share this information and having those meaningful conversations uh, will really, really help out in the whole process of water management. So uh, we look forward to, uh, to helping everybody learn a little bit more and uh, going forward today. Yeah, so that's uh, that's interesting, Mike. Uh, do you see how many contractors in general do you see out there that are actually measuring water use and sharing the information um, in, in general with property managers, end user customers, HOAs? You know, I, I would, to be honest, the the I would say it's less than ten percent. Uh, there are some really good contractors out there and water managers who do this. They'll put together their own spreadsheets or use our information, but uh, for the most part. I know everybody's spread thin these days, but uh, you know, I know for the most part, I would say it's probably less than 10% that I've seen, that I've spoke with, that actually uh, really sit down with property managers and owners and, and really go over water budgets and water information with them. So I just see two really big opportunities, right? And this, one of the opportunities I lived at, uh, at Valley Crest, and that is this opportunity to promote yourself as a contractor who's... Uh, cares about and does something about water management. And when you're able to do that, and you need the right tools to be able to do that, and I think Jane Unity is, is one of those right tools, but when you have the right tools to do that, then all of a sudden that, well, what's your uh, monthly maintenance number becomes less important because your monthly maintenance number might be the highest number they get, but what you can show them what they're going to get in water savings and reduced uh, uh, fees there more than makes up for your higher uh, monthly maintenance. And I, I think that this is a real, uh, it's still a secret in the industry, right? There's not enough people doing this. And man, when somebody starts doing it very consistently, they're, they're going to grab a lot of work. Yeah, absolutely. It sets yourself apart from everybody else. That's the biggest thing there as far as, uh, you know, you can provide uh, value added services with this. It really sets yourself apart. All right, so uh, I'm not a big spreadsheet guy, right? I don't, uh, I don't have the Excel Bible sitting on my desk. Um, <laughs> is this information hard or easy to get? It's fairly easy to get. Uh, a few clicks of the button uh, and within our system, and which we'll go over the next few slides, uh, you'll be able to kind of pull these reports uh, within minutes, uh, seconds actually. So they're really easy to get, really easy to pull, and really easy to understand. So uh, that's it. We'll get to the next slide that shows that. Uh, but I, I just had one more thing to add, yeah. and, and that was, you know, I think about these, this job that the property managers do, and it's a really hard job because they've got people pulling at them all the time, the HOA uh, residents. And uh, I noticed that when we started supplying water use reports to the property managers, and they would submit that to the boards, um, the boards really appreciated it, and it elevated the status of the property manager as well with that board. And then you started to hear other boards contacting the property managers saying, hey, will you manage us? I want to get some of those reports. And so I, uh, this is the other step, the other piece of that puzzle uh, that I think really makes sense in the water management. That is 
the ease of which the property managers can then share it with the boards. Yeah, yeah. I actually had a conversation with the property manager yesterday, and they were just telling me how kind of spread thin with all the different things they have to manage on a certain site, uh, whether it be the, the roofing, the uh, asphalt, uh, irrigation, landscape, all that stuff. So being able to pre present them with easy reports to use, to utilize and share with the board really helps their job out and uh, definitely uh, helps them with uh, their relationship with their client. So we're going to jump into just kind of a, a quick definition of the wet, uh, measured water usage. It's the amount of water flowing through the pipes with the use of a flow sensor, as we've discussed before. Uh, with Jane Unity, we uh, measure water use in three different categories. Uh, one is going to be scheduled water usage. Uh, second is manual. And uh, third is other. Uh, that's how you'll see it when you guys log into our site and pull these reports. And just want to kind of go over what each one, what each one represents. Uh, so scheduled water usage, number one, is going to be usage that is captured during a normal uh, scheduled irrigation event. So this will be your everyday schedules that are going out there, your run times on your controller. Uh, that's going to be captured, probably going to be about 98, 95% of the water that we're going to be using is from scheduled watering events uh, throughout the site there. Number two is manual water usage. This is going to be usage that is manually activated from the controller. So if you're going to be uh, activating stations, doing any wet checks from the actual controller, this would be considered a manual usage. Or through your Unity mobile device, uh, that would be manual usage as well. So if you're activating, doing wet checks, activating stations from your cell phone, uh, that would be considered manual usage on the reports. Uh, very, very helpful to know what the differences are uh, so you can capture this and exactly know what's going on with your property. Uh, last is going to be our other usage. This is going to be anything that does not have to do with the controller, your phone, or the uh, actual user interface. This is going to be uh, usage from quick clumpers, manual bleeding from the valves, uh, any leaks that are going through uh, there. Uh, this is a uh, stuff that we don't uh, have from the controller, so we consider this other usage. A uh, good guideline is to check for spikes with water usage. So we're looking for anything that's uh, any spikes with uh, water usage could tell us, hey, there's a little bit of a break. Uh, mainly that's going to be with flow sensing, though. Uh, if you're using uh, what we call our estimated water usage, obviously we won't know with flow sensing, but uh, this uh, other usage is definitely with flow sensing uh, involved in the, in the project. I love that you record that, Mike, uh, for, for a couple reasons. The main one, uh, you're a baseball guy. Did you ever see a baseball coach that didn't water the field after every practice? You know, it was a must do. Drag the field and then water everything. Yeah, so, every time. Yep. <laughs> And so, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's not just baseball coaches, but it's everybody in general, right? That's a big generalization. I understand that. But if the plant doesn't look well, we tend to just want to pour more water on it. And yeah. I think what we find is most instances, uh, there's a higher percentage, much higher percentage of plants that are receiving too much water. They get with disease or other problems as a result of that overwatering. But the um, but what our intuition, what we like to do is pour on the water. And this is where you find that challenge, right? Because sometimes you find that the other usage is higher than uh, what is actually scheduled. So I, I love being able to see that. Yeah, and the bar graph on the next page will show that as well. So it's a good report to go look at to see, you know, are we doing too much band usage and, and figure out why and asking the questions from irrigators out in the field, uh, why we have so much manual and other usage out there if it's on the bar graph. So yeah, it's a definitely good tool to have.
So here's just kind of representation, uh, representation of our uh, report. As you guys will see, once you log in, uh, you'll select what sites you uh, would like to see on the report. You'll see your blue is gonna be your uh, scheduled usage. Uh, your green is gonna be uh, your manual usage and other will be in the orange. So you can kind of get a, a very good idea of what you're using on the site. As we mentioned before, if that green bar gets a little bit too high, uh, we can ask questions, why are we manually watering a little bit too much? Uh, there may be a good explanation for that. It may be that, hey, maybe the, the pipe or the layout of the actual uh, the station is not good. So we have to overwater a little bit to compensate, but at least we'll know ahead of time and be able to bring that back to property manager, to back to the board for any enhancement revenue uh, for contractors. But uh, it's, good, it's good to know what each one is and what you, each one does. Hey, so Mike, part of the, uh, the mystery of my water bill and your water bill and everybody else's water bill is uh, mine doesn't come in gallons. It comes in HCF or CCF. <laughs> yeah. And so it doesn't say, you know, 85,000 gallons. It says 22 units or 19 units. Um, do I have to do that conversion? No, no. The system will automatically do it for you. So if you can see in the uh, bottom right-hand corner, uh, you can select which kind of flow uh, units you want. So we'll come in HCF or gallons. So you can, uh, before you do your report, uh, you can uh, toggle back and forth if you like, but you can put that in HCF. Uh, in addition too, is on the interval adjustment, you can do this on the daily or you can do this on the monthly, uh, be able to run your report. So it's kind of nice to have, if you're getting monthly uh, water bills, you can do a monthly report instead of daily. And it's gonna total everything for you as well. Wow, and I can export this data easily, right? Yeah, yeah, we can do it in two different ways. Uh, on the top right-hand corner, you'll see download report. That's gonna put it in a PDF uh, file for you. And then down below this here on your main screen, when you log in, you'll see a, uh, an opportunity to download in Excel, which you can take in Excel and you manipulate it however you want, pull the information that you need from it uh, and be able to share that with, uh, with the customer. Yeah, so if I do it in Excel, I can easily compare year over year, month to month, and, uh, and wow, this yeah, is actually- yeah, that's a lot of power in, uh, in, in one tool. Yeah, yeah, it makes it really easy to do. And uh, like you said, uh, comparisons, be able to put that on a spreadsheet. It's fairly, fairly simple. Also, guys, time period here. So you can compare last 30 days, custom dates, uh, all the information's there. Select which one you prefer, and then you'll be able to uh, pull that report as well. Uh, like, like Richard said earlier, if you want to compare certain dates, just pull a custom date in and be able to, to uh, put the dates you want and uh, we'll put out this report for you guys. If I have uh, tiered water use here in San Diego, right? Each level gets a uh, higher price and it gets higher and higher and increments grow bigger and bigger. Uh, so I could monitor month to date and uh, know when I was about to hit a next level in pricing and decide uh, to water or not based on that. Yeah, yeah, based on that. And we, we are working on something too that's gonna help us out with that. Uh, and it's not out yet, it's something we're working on, but. Uh, yeah, we do have a water cost feature that's coming out uh, that's going to help us really, really take uh, water management to the next level uh, when it comes to that. Absolutely. Yeah, that's exciting. I, does it ding like the gas pump? <laughs> it, 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 it will, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, estimated water usage is ideal for sites who not currently have a full center installed. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is one of the biggest underutilized functions. I think across the board for all water management. Uh, if you don't have flow sensing, it typically nobody puts in, or that I've seen, a lot of uh, our sites don't have uh, estimated water usage. 
with that information, it's going to be hard for us to really manage the water, what's being used on site, and have any comparisons to uh, what our actual water bu budget is. Uh, so this will give us the ability to estimate gallons or HCF without using having to use a flow sensor. Uh, it's going to account for uh, scheduled usage, but keep in mind this does not include any manual or other usage. This is only scheduled usage because it's taken the stations uh, times the runtime times, times the flow rates to give us our estimated water usage. Uh, without having a flow sensor, we don't account for any manual usage or other uses on the site there. So Mike, for, uh, for people who aren't uh, as into uh, irrigation technology and water management as you are, how hard or easy is it for me to figure out how much water a zone's using per minute? Yeah, it's very, very simple. So we got a couple options to do. Uh, one is we can identify the pressure of the heads, uh, how, determine how many uh, heads are on the line uh, on that station, nozzle size and pattern, and then reference that to the manufacturer's catalog for GPM information. Uh, once you gather that information, you plug it into our, uh, to our, uh, our flow rates, and that will spit out our report. Uh, second option is too, is an easy option is, a water meter. If you activate valves, make sure everything's off for one, and then activate valves uh, for, say, five minutes. Uh, review the water meter. See how much well, gallons went through that meter. Divide that by the five minutes, and that's going to be your flow rate uh, on a uh, permanent basis. So we take that information, upload that into the system, and that is it. It's fairly, fairly simple uh, uh, function to do. Uh, I think we should do more of this across the board. I'm guilty of it at my house. Uh, but I, I think it's something we need to do uh, across the board to really understand how much water we're using, especially when we don't have flow sensing available. So if I understand this correctly, I, I can figure it out per zone. And then every time my zone runs automated by, uh, by Jane Unity, I can then see how many gallons were used. Yep, absolutely. And it's kind of, uh, you can see daily, weekly, monthly, you'll be able to pull those reports. Yeah. So it's uh it's a good function that uh, that we should all be using. Yeah, because now I get a uh, I get two months of bills is how often I get it. Right, I, don't, I get six bills a year, so it's two months. So I get July and August mailed to me in September, which means I get it middle to end of September. So now I know what I used in July at the end of September, which does me no good because <laughs> yeah. I can't do anything about it now. But now yeah. if I have estimated water use, I can look at it today. Yeah, yeah, you can look at it today. You can see what you've done the last week, two weeks, do a comparison to where you are for the budget. And it's not gonna be 100% accurate because obviously we don't have flow sensors, but it, it's gonna get you pretty darn close, which is uh, better than not having it at all. Yeah, and then if I run a zone of, uh, well, yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, this is a great comparison, so yeah. Here's guys, so once you gather your information, your GPMs, it's easy as putting in these numbers here. Do you type in the numbers, whatever your GPMs are, uh, the bottom right hand corner, uh, once everything's filled out, you'll hit continue. Uh, once you hit continue, it's gonna spit out a report uh, giving your estimated water usage similar to the measured. It's, it's very, very simple, very easy to do. Uh, it, it sends tremendous amount of uh, information here for you guys. Yeah, I love this because uh, I was considering, you know, trenching up uh, part of my driveway in order to uh, connect a flow sensor. And this is a lot easier. It's not as accurate. I get that. But it's light years ahead of where I am today. 
Yeah, it just gives you a really a good uh, snapshot of, like you said, when you have those water bills two months out and you're getting them, this, you know, you can run a snapshot, you know, three weeks into your, uh, to your monthly water bills and be able to kind of see where you're at on a scheduled uh, usage. I think this is, uh, then it gives you the opportunity to determine as a contractor HOA, do I continue watering and possibly go over my budget? Or do I cut back a little bit here and uh, be able to stay within my budget? It gives you guys the option without having this, and you're, it's, a, it's guesswork kind of where your water bills will come in. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So once you guys install the, the uh, GPMs uh, for our site here, it's going to give you the same graph as it would on the water, uh, measured water usage. So if you see the top left-hand corner, it's going to give you the total water for the site uh, there. This is a 30-day graph for August. Uh, but if you had uh, other dates, you can put in there as well. But uh, this is your measured or estimated water usage uh, graph here. Pretty simple to read, uh, understand. I think uh, you know it's very, very uh, intuitive for everybody. And again, Mike, I can just a uh, couple of clicks, email this out to somebody and we can start to have a meaningful conversation about water. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Download report in the top right-hand corner, saves it in a PDF and you can also do the Excel. Uh, you know, a few clicks of the button, you can get this over to somebody and like you said, have, a, have that conversation with them where you're at for the month, uh, where, where things are going and uh, kind of what the forecast is. Uh, with the system. So it's very easy to use and very easy to share. Awesome. The other thing I like about this too is, right, uh, we're in a drought right now. We're not getting the rain we got a year ago. So there's a chance I'm using more irrigation today than I did a year ago. Yep, absolutely. And we get that call a lot. Our water bill went up. Our water bill went up uh, compared to last year. But then we got we to gotta do those reports and figure out why it went up. And it's not just so much Oh, it's the contractor. It's the uh, controller overwatering. Uh, was it hotter this year compared to last year? What were the ET rates? Did we have more rain or not? There's a lot of different functions, and being able to pull these reports will help uh, provide some documentation to to let the HOAs and let the board members know why water went up. Uh, could be cost, it could be usage, but uh, without having reports and this backup documentation, uh, it's very very important to have. Yeah. A whole heck of a lot better than me opening up my bill in September and going, wow, look at July. <laughs> yep, all those surprises are never good unless it's uh, other things. But uh, when it comes to making payments on stuff, I don't like big surprises when it comes to bills. Uh, the other next thing we'll get into, guys, the third one is the, the alerts and uh, kind of what the value of alerts are. Uh, for The alerts allow us, the end user, contract property manager, the ability to stay connected to the site without physically being on the site. Uh, obviously our irrigation happens at night. It happens um, when we're not there. Uh, we don't have eyes there from our guys in the field. So this is kind of going to be our uh, eyes in the field for us without us physically being there, uh, which is great for us. It's going to help out the site. Uh, it allows us to be more proactive uh, from the contractor and uh, the maintenance standpoint as well. Few of the most common alerts that we see, guys, uh, are going to be the misconnection alerts, uh, high flow alerts, low flow alerts, open short circuits. Just want to point out those, kind of what they are. Uh, misconnection alerts are very important. Uh, it, when you get these reports, if you see misconnections, that means uh, your controller is not communicating with our server. Uh, that means it's not getting a daily uh, download for the ET weather data. And also, if you have any upcoming rain events that uh, uh, that you want to be able to use our forecast rain feature. Uh, it won't be able to communicate uh, because it's missing connections. So if you have those, call on our customer care team. 
schedule a service tech to come out there and help you guys figure out what's going on. Uh, those misconnection alerts on a daily basis are really important to stay on top of. So Mike, are there some reasons for misconnections that are maybe caused by the users? Yeah, yeah, there is. So a uh, misconnection alert on the user's end would be, you know, if, if you have any guys on the field who maybe undo an antenna uh, from the modem, uh, have, do anything like that from the controller, uh, make sure all the connections there. But also if they turn the unit offline, uh, they will still get misconnection alerts. That's going to tell you that uh, the controller is offline and not receiving uh, the data there. So yeah, misconnection alerts from the controller uh, are a possibility from the contractor standpoint. And Mike, are these just alerts or do they shut off water too sometimes? Uh, they could shut off water. So in the event of a flow, uh, high flow, low flow, they would be able to shut off the, uh, the, the water irrigation. So on a high flow event, uh, you have your uh, parameters set. And if the flow rates uh, exceed your parameter set, it will shut the controller down and send you an alert and let you know exactly which controller, what site, which controller, and what station had the high flow alert. So uh, it's very, a very powerful tool to have there. I think we all have our own favorite uh, high water use uh, story, right? The 30,000, the $40,000 water bills um, definitely solves that. But we also have a bunch of other stories of much lower numbers, but still shocking numbers for yeah. what water was wasted and the dollars spent uh, for, for a problem. So I love the alert and I love the shut off with the alert too. Yeah, and it's very important our contracts stay on top of these uh, just to maintain them. Uh, like you said, there are all, also dollar amounts when it comes to high flow, but also when it comes to low flow, uh, there could be some plant material that's stressing out because water's not coming out of the valve. So it's very, very important to stay on top of all these alerts, uh, especially with open circuits and short circuits as well. That's going to tell you kind of what's going on in the field with the wiring. Uh, flow center, uh, the solenoids going bad. If you have a bad wire connection, uh, that all, uh, if you don't stay on top of it, that can make a small problem turn into a major problem. Uh, and that's Mike's next point below. Uh, by being able to provide the opportunity to be proactive and address any minor issues before they become major. Uh, as we mentioned before, uh, having replaced plant material is not ideal uh, at all. And uh, irrigation during rain events, I know HO, HOA will go around and seeing uh, uh, stuff irrigating uh, when it's raining outside. If you're missing connections and you're not getting that updates, uh, there could be some, uh, you know, added cost as far as you know, uncaptured rain, uh, free water, as we call it, uh, rain events. Yeah. And dead plant material is also very costly to contractors, especially when it uh, is identified as something they should have been catching with their uh, uh, monthly uh, uh, water audit. Absolutely, absolutely. Last thing on the item here, guys, is uh, reports will save time and money uh, for all of our contractors. It's going to provide you guys a site name, controller name, station number, and the alert type. All that equals uh, less uh, labor trying to find these alerts, uh, being able to stay on top of things, uh, which equals less time uh, out in the field as far as trying to find it, less gas costs, man hours. All that is uh, dollar savings for contractors and uh, be able to be proactive in that approach. Next slide, guys, we're going to go uh, just a simple report. Just want to show you a sample of what you would get. Uh, on the right-hand side is all the amount of uh, different alert types that you can uh, print a report for. Uh, I just did this one for open circuits, valve shorts, high flow, and misconnections. 
uh, then you can see the Excel spreadsheet on the left-hand side. Uh, we'll give you all the information there. So you'll see, uh, you can pull this for per site, multiple sites, and it's all up to you, however you want to manage uh, your reporting. But this is a simple Excel spreadsheet uh, that you can give to your guys out in the field uh, where they can go be uh, productive with their time and go exactly to where the trouble spots are uh, moving forward. Now, wow, I can't imagine how much time it would try take you to figure all this out on your own, right? By going and observing each site, this uh, this saves hours and hours. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, everybody gets a ton of alerts as far as uh, into their mailbox. This helps kind of sort it out and be able to identify the ones that are gonna be the top priorities for them. So it definitely helps out saving time there. But yeah, being able to manage that and, uh, and select exactly which ones they need uh, is really, really a powerful tool. Yeah, very nice. So when we get these alerts, uh, what should we do with these reports? I uh, just jotted down a couple items that I feel that is good. So as a contractor, uh, I, I share alert reports with your team and be proactive what's going on in the field. Uh, you always want to kind of uh, keep your team uh, uh, updated on what, they're, what you're getting in the field, uh, what you're seeing on the reports and, and make sure they know what's going on as well. I think getting buy-in from them, they can see what's happening is always good. Uh, review water usage reports to stay on track to monthly budgets. I think this is really, really powerful. I don't think we have uh, enough people doing it, but uh, uh, reviewing water reports to stay on track. As we mentioned before, those unexpected water bills that are way, way high, it'd be nice. It's a little bit easier to take if you can update your property manager, update your HOA boards, update your uh, uh, managers uh, when it comes to these uh, water budgets, how we're tracking throughout the month. Uh, surprises are okay sometimes, but uh, when you get some big, large water dollar amounts, uh, those sometimes are not good. And uh, especially with HOA boards, you have a, a fixed budget for cost. Then you wanna share these water reports with the property manager and your HOA board. Uh, having a team effort is I think a key and it's gonna help, uh, it's gonna help you with client relations. So the ability to track water usage shows an added level of water management to the client. I think that is huge. It's gonna be able to show them that you're on top of things. You're really, really looking out for their best interest when it comes to their water bills, their budget and their property. Uh, I, think that's, I think that's so true, Mike. I just wanna say, I don't think I've ever interviewed a salesperson ever who didn't say client relationships are the best thing you can do, build client relationships. Then when I ask specifics about, well, how do you build relationships? That's where it gets a little thin, but certainly what you're pointing out here is an opportunity, a way to really build a solid client relationship. And we all do know the value of that. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it goes a long way, uh, not only for your site uh, that you're working on, for, for, uh, for other sites too that could be potential projects for you. Uh, sharing water usage reports, uh, provide uh, support documentation. I think having the support documentation to, if you have higher water bills, uh, at least uh, if you're tracking it, you're on it, at least you can share that with the uh, property manager and you have support showing kind of what's going on in the field, what you guys are doing. Uh, it's better than not having anything at all. I think when it comes to these, you know, uh, events where we have some higher water bills, if we don't have any documentation, it's kind of, uh, kind of throwing our hands up in the air. It's like, what are we doing? So I think having that really, really helps. Uh, and again, client retention, uh, being able to share these reports with your client, I think it goes a long way. I think that relationship and being able to have an open communication uh, with your property manager, HOA board, uh, goes a long way to uh, 
not only like you said this this project but future projects with these companies as well what should i do as a property manager hoa board owner public agency a lot of things are the similar a lot of things are the same uh review alert ports know what's going on with your site uh don't just count on the contractor to review them uh review them yourselves take a look what's going on when it comes to alerts your water budgets so be proactive approach uh when you're looking at alerts you want to look for items that are on there uh, several times you want to uh, make sure your contractors are staying focused and on top of things and managing it and getting these fixes done in a, in a timely manner uh, review water usage reports with the contractor a lot of times our contractors are, are extremely busy spread a little thin so we want to be able to uh, at least uh, be able to print out the reports as well and review those with the contractor to stay on, <clears throat> stay on track with the monthly budgets uh, obviously, it's the money coming out of your budget, so uh, your responsibility as well to help uh, monitor the site a little bit as well. So I think it's always good to kind of have a have a pulse on what's going on with your uh, water budgets here for the sites. And when you do that, you'll be able to make monthly budget decisions based on real data. Uh, if you're coming up on a, a water, you know, four week uh, water bill that you know you have a budget of so many gallons. You at week two or week three, you can pull reports and kind of see, are we getting close to the uh, to our budget? Are we going to go over? And then you can make real uh, data decisions based off uh, the budget that you have and either cut back on water uh, where the your plant may stress out a little bit or go ahead and proceed with watering uh, with paying a little bit extra of the water bills. But at least you'll know, uh, be able to make that decision on your own and not after the fact. So in conclusion, guys, I just want to uh, verify kind of uh, the things that we wanted to make sure, uh, know where to find uh, the reports in Gene Unity. Uh, I think we went over that on the main dashboard, hit the uh, reports tab, and then click on the report that you like. Uh, very simple to use. If you have any questions, concerns, you can call your local sales rep for their ET water customer care line. Uh, and they'll be able to help you out. I really recommend this is utilize the estimated water usage feature if no flow sensor, flow sensor is available. Uh, it'd be nice to see that uh, uh, our sites, uh, majority of our sites get updated with this feature and be able to be a true water management uh, during this time. Uh, I think that's gonna be a powerful feature uh, that we can all use, all benefit from. Know your site's water budget and what the actual usage is. Uh, without having the EWU up above or uh, measure water usage, it'd be hard to do that. So uh, track it daily, weekly, monthly, or however works best for you. I'll figure out a way that uh, with your time that you can pull reports just to track it and then also meet with your uh, client uh, tomorrow on this stuff. It's a really, really key to know exactly how much water we're using versus actual budget. And then monitor your daily alerts and be proactive to resolve in a timely manner. So hopefully you guys know where to go pull your alerts from, uh, how to uh, select which alerts you want, how to print them out and be able to uh, disperse that to your team. And then hopefully uh, you guys learn a little bit about creating a next level water management for property manager owner by having some meaningful conversations. Uh, be able to, to converse with them. Make sure you, they know what's going on in the field as far as water management. Make sure that they know that you guys are doing all you can to help with their budget. I think uh, being able to have their pocketbook in your mind as far as being able to reduce water costs will go a long way uh, with property managers and uh, HOA boards as well. And that, uh, appreciate you guys' time for today. Uh, if you have any questions, always feel free to reach out to me. Uh, there's my phone number, cell phone there, email address, and uh, I'll be glad to help you guys out in any way possible.
Mike, fantastic job today. I learned so much, uh, and I, I understand now the real power of these, th these uh, water management reporting tools. And uh, we didn't even get to all of them available in Jane Unity, but uh, these are three differently very powerful ones, and I appreciate you taking the time to step us through that. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate you guys. Yeah, and I want to say thank you to all our viewers who made it today. Uh, we really appreciate it. You know, you can find this training as well as uh, over 100 other trainings on the janesusa.com uh, forward slash trainings uh, webpage, or just go to janesusa.com and search, and you can see them all under trainings. Uh, we'll be back on Friday. We're going to be talking about World Ag Expo that's uh, going to happen next month, uh, live and in person, back from their uh, virtual uh, 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 expo last year. We're going to be talking about how you can make the best of that uh, expo for uh, you and, uh, and your customers this year. So again, Mike, thanks very much. I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you all back here on Friday. Thanks very much. Thanks, Richard. Take care. Bye now.